This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, welcome, Passion Church family. And those of you that are watching with us on social media, we welcome you as well. Thank you for braving the rain. Well, when I came in this morning, there were puddles coming in to Ellick City. And I, I came in this morning, there were lakes <laughs> on the road this morning. When I came in, I was so thankful that I chose to, uh, to bring, uh, to, to drive Kelly's car this morning. It has that little button there. You, it's called some kind of attraction thing. And you can tell when you turn it on, it's like tiger paws coming out and it keeps you on the road. But, um, yeah, and, but my, my little sports car doesn't have that. And, uh, and it poured down rain coming. And you know what I was thinking of this morning? I thought, Lord, you know, whenever it rains like this, a lot of times people, well, those covers feel nice and warm. That pillow feels real good to their head. And, you know, and especially if they got some soft praise music playing in the background, a lot of times it's like, Lord, I'm just enjoying your presence in this bed. But, you know, the beauty of getting up for those that can. Now, we have some. I think of um, uh, Sister Susan. She's not able to come physically. She's in the process of her healing. But right now, she can't come. But you know what? Thank God for social media. Thank God that we can go into the homes today and reach those that cannot come into the house of God. I'll tell you what. I do know this about her. If she could be here... She would. She loves to fellowship with the brothers and sisters in the Lord. And you know what? The Bible says that when we come together, we encourage one another. And that's the whole purpose that we actually come together, is that we just come together, that we encourage one another. I I know it's encouraging to me as I look out as a pastor, look out in the congregation and see others that are out there filling the seats. And what it's telling me is, is that you not only decided that you wanted to be an encourager, but you wanted to come and be encouraged through the word of God. And I'm thankful for that. So for those of you that are filling these seats this morning, and even those that are watching on social media, it's my heart's desire that you would be encouraged today. And if you have your Bibles now, if you would, Sonia's going to put it up there for you on the screen. Say this with me with your Bible or your, or your iPad or your, whatever you're using for the Word of God. Say this with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Well, the title of my message this morning is Doing Life with Jesus. Doing life with Jesus. You know, I found that when I first became born again at the age of uh, 13 in a little Baptist church 
in the eastern part of North Carolina. I had no idea at that time. When I first received him into my heart, I had no idea that I could just commune with him. I thought he just came into my heart and I had a ticket now for the glory train or the gospel ship or whatever it would be that was going to take me to heaven. Even if I had to go by the grave or the rapture. But it didn't matter. I knew within my heart that I was saved and that I would be able to go to heaven. That was my first inclination of being born again. I also learned that by receiving Christ into my heart, I received a peace that I didn't know was even available. I received a joy that I didn't know was available. And I remember sitting in the back seat, the very back pew of that little Baptist church, when that evangelist came to preach a revival, I remember that I felt like that he was looking at me the whole time he preached. Really what it was, he wasn't really looking directly at me, but God was looking at me. And he was speaking to me. He was talking to my heart. And what he was saying was, I really want to come and live with you. Not just in you, but I want to come live with you. And so the title of my message again, Doing Life with Jesus. Jesus wants to do life with us. It's not just a Sunday morning experience. It's not just a once in a while during the week or when I sit down to have my breakfast, my lunch, or my supper, and I thank him for my food experience time with him. It's all day, every day. So if you're taking notes this morning, the very first thing, and there's three that I jotted down, but I'm going to read a passage of Scripture this morning, and this is what I took it from, and, and really, is, there's so much more, so many things in this passage of Scripture, but three things came to my heart as I was reading this and studying this this week in my prayer closet, in my study time. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me over to Romans chapter 12. And I believe Sonia's going to put that up for you. It's in the Message Bible. Verse 1, so here's what I want you to do. This is the Apostle Paul talking to the Romans. With God helping you, take your everyday ordinary life. Can you say, my ordinary life? You're sleeping, you're eating, going to work, and walking around Walmart. Oh, that's not in there, is it? Walking around life. When they see, I've got to include them. You're every day walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Now, Kelly was talking about this morning about giving our tithes and offerings of our finances. God's not just interested in us giving of our finances, which he is interested in that, but that's not the only offering that he's looking for. He's looking for us to give of ourself, of our time, our finances, 
our love. Come on. There's so many things that God is requiring of us to give as an offering unto him. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Somebody says, oh, I just want to live for Jesus. Well, here you go. Embracing what God does for you. Has God done anything for you? Oh, he has done so much for me and my family. So much. There's been a lot of things that I've watched him accomplish in the mess that I've made. You know, he says he takes those all things and works them for our good. And I'm so thankful for that. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Boy, we could stay on that one for a little while. You know, he said you're in the world, but you're not of the world. But we're doing life with Jesus. Instead, fix your attention on God. And that's what we're talking about this morning. Fixing our attention on God. Do you notice that's a choice? That's a choice. Well, the scripture says we choose life or death with our tongue. But with our thought pattern, and I ministered on that one Sunday about we are who and what we think. It's so important to choose the right thing. To choose the right thoughts. You will be changed from the inside out, readily recognizing what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Now, I know all of us want to grow in the Lord. I do. And I want to do and accomplish and fulfill the call of God on my life. Because when I get to heaven, I want to be able to hear him say, and it'd be wonderful to be able to lay your head on the pillow at night after a hard day's work and hear him saying these words to you, thou good and faithful servant today, whom I'm well pleased. I like the saying that I heard Jesse Duplantis say. He said when he's talking to, to Jesus, he says, he just says to him, Jesus, how did I do today? And he says, sometimes he says, well, you're doing good. And then sometimes he says, you could do better. Don't we all fit into that category? Amen. So if you're taking notes this morning, the first thing that comes to my mind this morning is active lifestyle. Active lifestyle. You say, well, what does an active lifestyle have to do with doing life with Jesus? Oh, it has everything to do with it. Because in order to do life with Jesus, you got to start, and you start in the morning. Amen? His mercies are new every morning. So what do we do? Well, I'll share with you a few things that I like to do, and I don't necessarily do them in this order, but I found that if I'm going to do life with Jesus, then i got to connect with him. And I do that in the mornings by starting out with praying. Some people say, well, 
I'm so busy in the morning, I just don't have time to take the time to pray. When I'm in the shower, getting my shower first thing in the morning, I like to just say, Father, I love you this morning. I thank you for letting me see another day. What am I doing? I'm communicating with him. I'm just talking with him. You see, that's doing life with Jesus. It's just, it's just you communing with him and him with you. I think so oftentimes, I know in my early, early days of my salvation, I, I used to think that I just had to tell him everything, and I didn't really realize that he could talk with me. I thought he was way up in heaven somewhere. I knew that I had received him in my heart, but I couldn't see him, so I was thinking, well, you know, at least I can talk to him. I can fuss. You, you don't do that, I'm sure. Have you... <laughs> Have you ever just had a, just a sit down, tell him what's on your mind? Lord, I don't know if you're listening. I've, I've said it like this sometimes because I really wasn't sure. I thought he only turned me on when I was doing everything good. But no, he's, he's always listening. He's in my heart. And there's been times that I'd say, listen, I don't know if you're listening, but I'll tell you, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I hope I'm not the only one in here this morning that has done it. But, you know, I have. I've said, Lord, listen, do you see what they're doing to me? Have you heard all the bad news? Do you have TV or cable in heaven Can't you see all that's going on? And you want me to be light and salt in this mess? And you know what he says? Yes. I'll never forget. I was studying one night. I had my pillow all fluffed up real good. And and it was a cool night. And I had my electric blanket on. You say, well, boy, I know you're old. Old folks use electric blankets. Well, if I'm old, and I guess I am, maybe I use an electric blanket. But I had it on to keep my feet warm, and I must have taken that to my grandmother in that because, you know, she had cold feet. The doctor told her to go take a shot of whiskey before she went to bed at night. It helped keep circulate the blood. Well, I don't drink the whiskey, but I do turn on the electric blanket. But I was studying one night, and I was just pouring my heart out. And have you ever just been pouring your heart out to the Lord and, and all of a sudden you wonder like, well, God, I've been so busy talking. I didn't take time to listen to you. And, I was, and when I stopped and I just paused for a moment, I heard him say, I'm listening and I love you. And it was like, did you hear that? I wanted to look around like, where are you? Because it felt so strong within me. That's doing life with Jesus. I'm going to encourage you today. If you're you're doing all the talking, chill for a few minutes and let him talk to you. He will. If you invite him, say, I do. I say, Lord, it's your turn. (laughs) I can almost hear him say sometimes, I was wondering if you was going to give me a chance. (laughs) Active lifestyle, praying, reading your word in the morning. Some of the things that I, that I wrote down was things that, that I like to, to do is listen to praise music. 
like to turn on my Bose stereo unit and crank it up real good and loud. I love the bass on that thing. Made me think of that song, something. I want to hear some bass. No, my wife says don't go there. (laughs) Singing praise, singing praise to Jesus. Or listening to a preaching tape. There's so many things you can do to start your day out doing life with Jesus. Number two, going in the same direction or going where he's leading. I'm going to get Sonia to put up there. John chapter 10, verse 27. John chapter 10, verse 27. I guess it's up there. Okay. My sheep hear my voice. Are we his sheep? So he hears us, and he says, I know them. That's comforting. He, don't only, he doesn't only hear us, but he says, I know you. And what is this? And they follow me. Going in the same direction. Going where he's leading. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Going in the same direction for me is... A lot of times when I'm, maybe I'm on my way to a job site. And perhaps he says, I really don't want you going that way today. Or there may be possibly uh, an accident or something that has occurred before I got there. I like to think that he was leading me to be a little late that morning. Maybe the line at Burger King or Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or one of those restaurants that you go through on your way. Maybe the line was a little long that morning. But when you pulled up in the line, you saw the line, did you say, my word, I'll never be on time. Well, perhaps the the line was long because God was leading you. He was protecting and keeping you from something down the road. It's being led. And we know that he does that because the scripture says about the Holy Spirit, he leads, he guides, and he directs. So you see, when we do life with Jesus, can you see a benefit here? A benefit of protection? But, you know, sometimes we're real quick to to fuss about that. Well, I'll tell you what, they must have somebody, or I bet they're shorthanded in there this morning, or else this line just would not be that long. Well, I'm so thankful they were shorthanded that morning because it saved me from something down the road. Have you ever been, you ever gone to, perhaps you ladies probably do more shopping than us guys do. I like to let my wife do that for me. In fact, when I was shopping here the other day, I even, before I even purchased anything because she couldn't get off to meet with me, um, to go shopping, I, I went and used my phone. Now, what do you call that? FaceTime. And I showed her, I got to say, and I said, now, how do I make it make you look and see? And she showed me what button to push. I'm, not, I'm learning about the cell phones. Isn't it amazing that our, our children and our grandchildren know how to operate these things called phones I have to go to them to ask them, can you fix this for me? But I turned the phone and I said, sweetheart, what do you think of that? Is, is that something? She, and, you know, and of course she would tell me, no, that's not you. That's not your color. You know, you women know all about these things. 
But when I was letting her look at the coat, all of a sudden, I saw my eye went to something else. Now, I'm not a shopper, but I knew it was the Holy Spirit. A day with him, I've been communicating with him. I've been talking with him. He's been talking back with me. I've been doing life with Jesus today. And it was like he, it's almost like he wants to touch you on the shoulder. It's a little, sometimes it's that little nudge. Sometimes it's a random thought. Sometimes it could just be the simple whisper voice. And I turned and I saw something. It caught my eye. Now I had walked by it several times. It didn't catch my eye. But while I'm in the process, and I was almost on the verge to buy, and it's like the Lord said, hey, over here. And I looked over there, and I showed it to Kelly, and she says, oh, I like that. And I looked at the price tag, and I thought, and that's a lot less than this one. So the Lord was trying to bless me. It was the same name brand. It even fit better. It was a blessing from the Lord. Just one of those little benefits, doing life with Jesus. You know, doing, doing life with Jesus, I think about this, and I, and, I, and I was thinking about when the disciples were being called by Jesus to come do life with him, they had no idea what they were going to have to do without or what they were going to have to go through to do life with Jesus. It's so good today to know that we have him living in our hearts and lives and, and the Holy Spirit lead, guides, and directs us so that we can enjoy living life with Christ. It's not a drudgery. In fact, I wrote down something that might have been a job description for the disciples or men like the Apostle Paul who I'm reminded of the scripture, he said, when he told Ananias, I want you to go and pray for him. I'm going to show him what great things he must suffer for my namesake. I am so thankful today that I didn't have to be one of the earlier people in the Bible to go with Jesus to prepare the way for salvation. But if I had, this is, I think, what might have been the job description that would have come to me if I would have wanted to have followed Jesus. Number one, long hours. Lots of overtime. Must be willing to work on weekends. Must be willing to travel often. Must be willing to accept the cheapest modes of travel. Generally by foot for long distance. Do you know how far Jesus traveled? Estimated distance that he traveled in miles was 3,150 miles. It's like walking from the west side all the way to the east side of China. And they did it by foot. That makes me stop complaining. About my mode of travel. Amen. You say, well, you just don't know what I have to drive. You're not walking. (laughs) Another part of the job description. It would be dangerous. Do you remember what all the things that the Apostle Paul had to go through? 
potential threats from thieves and soldiers. Will not pay for hotels. Sleep where and how you can, sometimes out in the elements. Political climate in countries could be very dangerous. Performing your job will put your life in danger. I think about the disciples, but I think also about the Apostle Paul. You will be exposed to public ridicule and persecution. We are not persecuted like they were. Compensation, no pay. No insurance. No pension. No housing allowance. No paid vacation. How would you like to go to work for him? Your qualifications are this. You need to be completely obedient. You need to deny yourself and obey the boss completely in every area. We have to deny ourselves today. We take up our cross and follow him. But I really don't believe we have to go through what the disciples had to go through. Yes, we're going to suffer persecution. Ridicule. Jesus said in the scriptures, he says, if you're in the world, you'll have trials and tribulation. But he says, but in me, is he living in you? But in me, you'll have peace. In me, you will have peace. Number three, fellowship. Our, 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 act, our active lifestyle, our going in the same direction that he's going, it produces fellowship. Fellowship. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Miss Anya. Come, let us reason together, saith the Lord. I'll just stop with that right there. Come, let us reason together. Fellowship. He says in the word, he says, come boldly. To the throne of grace. He didn't say come sheepishly. He didn't say come when you come in, come with your head bowed down. He said, just come on in. I like to look at it like this. When my dad was in the office, I didn't have to go and knock on the door and ask him, could I come in? Because he's my dad, I was his son. And when I went in to see my dad, I could just open the door and go on in and can sit down and I could talk with him. Fellowship. That's what God requires us. In order to do life with him is fellowship with him. We live with him. We eat with him. You know, so oftentimes when I'm out during the, during the day and I break for lunch, when I go to go to a restaurant to, to, to go and eat, a lot of times... I look around and I see people and they're doing this. They're eating with one hand and they're doing this with the other. And they're scrolling and, you know, or they're doing this, you know, or they're texting, dripping ketchup. Oh, oh. Jesus says, listen, when you, when you stop to eat, what is so important in our life that this has to come 
before the very one who gives us the breath of life. The reason that we're actually able to be up and about our business is because the life giver said, I'm letting you see another day. And yet at the same time, we let these other things come into our life and hinder us from having the communion, the fellowship that he desires of us. He wants, he wants not only for you to talk to him, but he wants to talk with you. And in order to do that, we got to lay this little thing called the phone down. You know, we, when I come in in the mornings, I, in fact, as I was walking in in the back a while ago, first thing I thought in my mind was I need to turn my phone down. Nothing is more important to me when I walk through those doors than to be in fellowship with Jesus. To be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I turn off everything. I block everything in my mindset. Do I have business things going on that I need to be thinking about? I do, but I don't. I, I'll do that later. Right now, it's me and God time. And that's another reason why I like to make my messages short because I don't want it to be so long that your mind wanders to that hamburger or that piece of chicken. Come on. You say, well, you've already brought it up. My stomach now is growling. It may be. I'm almost closing. Fellowship. Come, let us reason together. Let's do life together. When I fellowship with him, I tell him how I'm feeling. And he listens. Fellowshipping with him, doing life with him, I tell him what I'm facing. Are you facing something? He's listening. I also tell him about my successes. I thank him for my successes. I talk to him about my failures. And he listens. I talk to him about my temptations. And he listens. And if you would like to know this Jesus and have him in your heart today, he's listening. And he's waiting on you. And all you have to do is pray a simple prayer. Invite him into your heart and do life with him. Just spend time with him. Invite him into your heart today. If you're in here today and you're not sure whether or not you have this relationship with Jesus Christ, you need to have him in in your heart today as the Lord of your life. He needs to be the Lord of your life. He wants to be the Lord of your life. He wants to be that person that you go to and that you share your feelings, your temptations, your failures, your heartaches, your pain. He wants to do that this morning. If you're watching on social media and you want to receive this Jesus, pray this prayer with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, 
I believe you are the Son of God. I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart. I make you the Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you did that, you just received Jesus into your heart. And what you did, you brought and allowed Jesus not only to come in, but to be your friend and someone that you can do life with that will bring blessings on your life. And those of you who are watching with us on social media this morning, or will be later on through YouTube, we want to invite you to contact us and to get the information that we have. It's the information that will enable you to do life with Jesus. If you're here this morning, the same with you, those of you in the sanctuary, we want you to get that literature this morning so that you can do life with Jesus. Doing life with Jesus, it's you talking to Jesus, Jesus talking to you every day. Doing life with Jesus is what he's desiring of each of us. So from my heart to yours, as brothers and sisters in Christ, let's do life with Jesus together. I need you, you need me, and together we can accomplish the purpose and the plan of God on our lives together. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you how the Apostle Paul shared with us today how that we're to do life with you. Not get caught up with the circumstances of life around us, but look to you in all that we do. Father, it's our desire this morning that to have an active lifestyle with you, to follow you, to have fellowship with you. Now, Father, as we depart from here today, we ask you, Lord, that you would go with us, lead us, Holy Spirit, guide and direct our lives to be a blessing to others, to share our heart, our testimony of just how good you really are, that others would be drawn to you. Open that door, Father. Lead us to the right people that need you, and we will give you the praise. We ask it in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the congregation said amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.